This is Boring Money by Sridhar, read by Janat Khan. The title of this post is Adani Finds an Investor with Great Cred. And the subtitle is Or How Disagreeing with Everyone Else is an Investor's Main Job. Let's begin. An investor's main job is to disagree with everyone else. You buy a stock if you think the price is low and sell it if you think it's high. When you're buying, you think the stock price is low and will go up. But you're buying it from someone who thinks the opposite. Similarly, you sell a stock when you think the price is high, but the investor on the other side thinks otherwise. There's quite a bit of disagreement. Yes, I'm oversimplifying. There are lots of folks in the market. Some might be gambling. Others might buy a stock even if they think it's expensive. Because they think there'll be a greater fool who they can sell it to later at an ever higher price. That said, it's useful to think of an investor as someone seeking to be contrarian. They want to disagree with other investors because that's how they really make money. GQG Partners is an American investment firm known to making contrarian investments in companies. Earlier this month, it invested 15,446 crore rupees, that's $1.9 billion in Adani Group companies. Definitely a contrarian bet after the group was accused of fraud and their stocks fell by more than 50%. Our reaction to this is of skepticism. Adani Group has anyway used Mauritius-based funds to inflate its own stock prices. So the accusation goes. Maybe it's now using GQG. Well, GQG isn't a strange Mauritius fund. It's a company that manages $90 billion that everyone knows about and generally has a good reputation. Okay. Let's chuck their reputation. Large banks have great reputation, yet do shady deals all the time. If you're an investment firm that manages funds with your client's money, and you're in the mood to help a company that's just been accused of fraud, you might do it with maybe one or two of the many funds that you manage. Why risk more? GQG bought shares of four Adani companies and it did so across more than 20 distinct funds. Some of those 20 funds include retirement funds for 1. Government employees of two US states, New York and Texas. 2. Australian workers. 3. Saudi Arabian citizens. I mean, GQG isn't going to be intentionally messing around with retirement funds across three continents, less so government ones. Adani is really just a contrarian investment. Adani finally sells some stock. Back in late January, Hindenburg Research accused the Adani group of fraud. At the time, the conglomerate was in the process of selling some stock to investors. There were broadly three reasons for this stock sale. One, fund new projects. Two, 
repay some company loans. Three, reduce Adani's, the individual stake in Adani Enterprises, which is super high and close to the upper limit of 75%. This would also help in shutting up people like me who claimed Adani's share prices were high only because he owned all the shares. Eventually, though, Adani Group cancelled the stock offering and returned whatever money it did raise. In a way, Adani finally did this month what he couldn't in January. He sold some stock to investors. There's a difference. In January, it was Adani Enterprises selling stock. This time around, it was Adani, the person that stole the stocks. The difference between Adani and his companies is often blurry because he owns more than 60 to 70% of all his companies, but there's still a difference. Because it was Adani, the person that sold the stock and not Adani, the company. The money fulfills different goals. He can't really fund new projects and he can't repay company loans. In fact, Adani is already putting some projects on hold. What Adani can do with this money is repay his own loans. When Adani's stock prices fell, banks that had lent money to Adani against his company's stock asked for some of the money back. So Adani decided to repay his loans in full. Two weeks ago, he repaid $2.65 billion that he borrowed to buy Ambuja cements. I had earlier written about him repaying a similar loan of $1.1 billion. Adani didn't want to fund new projects or repay the high debt that his companies have frequently been criticized for. But he clearly needed money for his own loans. It was a happy coincidence that he succeeded in fulfilling goal 3 that I mentioned above. He reduced his own stake in his companies, a bit at least. GQG likes the leniency. I wrote earlier that a company being accused of fraud by itself wasn't reason enough for investors to think less of it. If you're a company that's accused of a number of frauds and one of those frauds is being on the receiving end of government leniency, it could actually be good for your investors. When Adani stocks started to fall, the problem wasn't that the Adani group was accused of defrauding the government or people at large. The problem was that the group was accused of fraud against its own investors by inflating its company's share prices. For an investor whose job is to be contrarian, the question then becomes, do the benefit of the first kind of fraud outweigh the pitfall of the second kind of fraud? Rajiv Jain, the chairman of GQG Partners, spoke to ET Now on a Sunday morning after the $1.9 billion investment in Adani companies. Here's what he said. Something not well appreciated 
is that the barriers to entry in the infrastructure anywhere in the world are very high, particularly in India. Execution, extremely difficult. You might remember that POSCO, P-O-S-C-O, iron and steel tried to acquire lands for seven, eight years, couldn't even acquire land. And then they left. So greenfield projects are very, very difficult. And that's what actually we quite like about this group is they have shown remarkable ability to execute on green field projects. And I feel that they don't get full credit for that in terms of ability to pull that off. Rajiv Jain likes that Adani could build infrastructure projects in a country where other multinationals couldn't even acquire land in eight years. Yeah, I think what he's saying is that he likes the leniency that Adani has been getting from the government. And he is willing to pay a higher price for the company because the benefits outweigh the costs. Thank you for listening to Boring Money. Make sure to subscribe to boringmoney.substack.com to receive future posts directly in your inbox.